0: Hey guys, Coach Armstrong here and you're listening to episode 17 of the Houston Athletic Club podcast. Today we're going to be discussing social media and fitness and how much time you should be spending in the gym. But without further ado, let's get on with the episode. So the day kind of sucked, huh?
1: It sure did. What happened? What is freaking cold as hell out there? Yeah. And I just like stuffed up. So, I mean, I don't think clients could understand my raps and dubbers and stuff you
0: know it just comes and goes yeah you're even talking right now with a stuffy yeah stuffy yeah. nose that's why i
1: turned off the heat as soon as i walked in sorry you're in shorts but it's either that or like you won't understand shit that i'm saying
0: really yeah yeah well i mean anyways the <laughs> the heater was gonna you're right it was you know bleed into the, yeah. the noise anyways um your house is okay
1: yeah yeah i got lucky uh Uh, It's unfortunate for a lot of people, you know, but uh, I was one of those uh, lucky ones that uh, I was out just without power for one day, like literally 24 hours. I guess I was part of the cycle that went down for shutting down power in certain areas for a while. Uh, But other than that, uh, we we were fine. Yeah. uh, No busted pipes or anything like that. So it was good for us.
0: Do you have Do you have galvanized pipes or
1: I have copper pipes.
0: Okay. Yeah. So yeah. those are even older, right?
1: Well, no. It just depends because, like, everybody's just going to different type of plumbing now. Uh
0: huh.
1: You know, so galvanized is older.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And then from galvanized, I went. I think they went over to PVC,
0: mm-hmm. and now uh,
1: and then to uh, galvanized pipes. So, and, and now they're like, uh, I guess. Uh, different kind of plumbing that they're putting that we like they're a lot more flexible like yeah
0: what we have is the pex pipes okay yeah and so that's kind of like the i think it was like a high class pvc yeah yeah it just handles stress a little better yes so we got ours installed like uh two years ago i don't know if you remember me showing you like the pictures of our house
1: yeah, because you had a leak and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and
0: so when I got up there, there there was, like, clamps everywhere. And I was just <laughs> like, fuck this. Yeah. And I, I just got a plumber, and we put the PEX pipes. Yeah. And so it was all set. And so yeah. it was all insulated and everything. So, like, when the freeze occurred, like, we still had water and stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, we didn't want to stress it too much so we didn't really use the water yeah, absolutely. a lot. Yeah, But I mean, it was it was nice to still kind of have it there.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. We were the same way, you know, uh I mean, like I said, we were very fortunate that we didn't bust the pipe or, you know, uh or without heat, uh we had we have gas at the house. Yeah. So that was helpful for us. Yeah,
0: and I I'm glad that Jim didn't get fucked either.
1: No. No.
0: so, that, uh, that would have been
1: yeah, that was the only thing. Bad. But I, I, in a way, uh, because I know a lot of the plumbing here at the gym is out the floors, mm-hmm. like, uh, it goes to the restrooms and stuff, but it doesn't go over the offices where pretty much where our expensive stuff is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I, I was like praying. When I came down here on Wednesday. Were you, were
0: you able to get inside? Did you just park at the front? I parked
1: at the front. I had to go around the building because I couldn't jump the gate. You
0: uh-huh.
1: know, uh, the gates wouldn't open. Uh, the pedestrian gate was closed, locked up. Oh, wow. So, uh, but, yeah, I came in here. There was no power, but everything seemed okay.
0: So Yeah. So, so those of you guys checking in, it's, uh, was it, February 18th?
1: Uh, yeah.
0: There is a a uh, Houston or Texas rather uh winter breeze that yeah. came through and um, Texas we're used to hot heats, but we're not <laughs> used to cold winters and uh, it just it busts a lot of pipes there's a lot of energy shutdowns um, even like our renewable energy stuff froze up uh, we're, so we're just not acclimated to cold temperatures Yeah, that, at that all. Nothing
1: worked. I mean is fossil fuels or
0: yeah yeah, yeah yeah it was like yeah, everything absolutely was shut down uh, yeah not not to say <laughs> renewable energy is worthless right. but just like all of our energy yes. systems were just literally frozen we, up
1: we're just not ready we're not accustomed to this kind of stuff uh I think hurricanes and that stuff that's that's our <laughs> bread and butter but yeah. even then we still like not hundred percent great on
0: power I think the I think one of the big problems in uh, – the for most of Texas, like, as far as I know, in Houston especially, is we don't really get hit that often with things. Yeah. Like, even when hurricanes are coming in, like... Um,
1: Everybody get the hell out of town.
0: Yeah, yeah, but, like, there's still that weird expectation that, like, nothing's really going to happen. Yeah. You know? Um, there's just that one occurrence that I know of where it's just everything just kind of flooded. Uh, but... You know, so, like, when we get hit with things like this, it's just we we seem to get taken by surprise <laughs> big time. Um And it's funny because I was talking to Cassidy and given what's going on with 2020, 2021, all right, we're, I mean, we're only halfway yeah. uh, into the second month. I know. Uh, it's like at this point, I'm not even going to be surprised if there's a, a fire-breathing dragon that <laughs> that approaches in the middle it's of the year.
1: Asteroid the size of a sun's going to hit us. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> like what else is do? This it's is like,
0: this is the greatest decade that's uh, that's already coming out for our lives. It's a test, people. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, uh, on, on to uh, strength training. Yeah, and some of the things we wanted to talk about today. Uh, you know, uh, uh, just a quick checkup. Mark, how's how's your uh, chest bicep area? Everything's
1: good. Uh, uh, no setbacks, no nothing. You know, uh, you know, I'm fortunate I could train this past week. Uh, haven't been, but I, I did just kind of sat down and uh, planned down my workout. Okay. You know, for my next couple of weeks, I think I'm like uh, I'd say about eighteen weeks out. Uh, so I got plenty of time, but you know, it's, it's, it's go time. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it's just getting ready to, to hit it hard. Uh, cool. Just stick to my diet too. Cause I gotta stay, uh, at least I want to hit like a 188. Did, did you understand what So I I got to break my Oh, numbers. 198. <laughs> yes. I thought you said 188. <laughs> exactly. I was that, like, that's dang, my problem with another my... 10
0: pounds. All
1: right. <laughs> That's my problem, like, when I'm, like, really
0: stuffy. Uh, So, yeah. So, you you normally walk around, like, 205? Yes, that's my average. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I I feel comfortable there. Uh, You know, there there are times, like, probably now, because of this past week, I mean, that's all I did was just eat and sleep, you know, like a bear, just hibernating. Pretty much. Wake up, eat something, go back to sleep. Uh, But uh, if I go heavy or whatever, it's probably closer to, like, yeah 208 you know but 205 is my average and it's nothing drastic for me as far as like cutting weight and stuff like that Mm because i can lose that you know just eat right uh i don't starve myself or anything like that just i eat clean and whatnot uh drink water and uh by showtime i'm like at 188
0: at 199 yeah so yeah it's, it's no big deal for me cool cool um same thing happened you know obviously with the the week being shut down and not even getting out of the house yeah. until like Friday Thursday Friday uh, it sucked for me because that that was my peak week like I was actually gonna <laughs> try to get some numbers yeah. um, so I' I'm, I'm just kind of shuffling back I uh, decided to do more of a general prep uh, this month and then see see where it goes from there. More hypertrophy based stuff and then just go back into a strength block. Yeah. Cause then you know, I don't know about you, but I, I, I tend to get caught up trying to push for the same things. Uh-huh. So like if I'm doing like a lot of strength yeah. and it's going really well, yeah. I'll just keep trying to do it. And yeah. Absolutely. Like I'll end up in a situation where like three months have lapsed and I'm just like that last month, I'm really just milking things. Like and I'm I'd be happy if like maybe got one more rep Yes. progress out of the entire month. Yeah. You know, it, it, at that point, it's just like, well, maybe I should just try something else, Right. you know, and get a little bit more progress out of that. Right. Yeah. So like diverting back towards more of a hypertrophy base, building up some more structure, foundational stuff, and then pushing up again. Right. Yeah. So,
1: so yeah. Uh, all right. I guess uh, I, I don't know what you wanted to cover. I, I know we got some like really easy ones uh, and not, they're not easy but uh, you know it's it's kind of like what's out there right now mm-hmm.
0: uh, the, let's go let's let's just tackle this one because okay. this is what I uh, I see a lot of um, nowadays and there's I've actually had a few conversations with uh, some clients about this as well. Um, and and it's just kind of delving into the whole uh, the social media yeah. and how it's relating to the fitness industry. Right. Uh, basically, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of good things. Uh, there's a few bad things, and you know, the good, bad, and the ugly, right? So, uh, the the social media, it, what I personally see is, you know, you'll see like this fitness model or somebody. Um, And they're just posting like these little workouts or you'll see, um, you know, if you go into the powerlifting or weightlifting realm and you'll start seeing these like monstrositous uh, lifts like these big, you know, six, seven hundred pound squats and things like that, Um, you know, and then you'll see these people that are just like ripped to shreds and, uh, you know, women with, uh, you know, big curves and things like that, and they're doing these workouts. And, uh, you know, on the one hand, I can see it as being very inspirational, motivational, Um, you know, because if that guy can, can do that kind of lift, you know, like just imagine if I put my mind to it, what kind of numbers I could put up or, you know, oh, that person's working out, you know, I need to get up and do something as well. But, there, you know, one of the other things that I come across a lot of is a lot of people, they don't recognize or see the things that they're doing outside right. of the post. Um, and so sometimes people get caught up with the idea that if I just do that specific thing, then I'll look that specific way. right? Um, you know, and it's kind of the same thing in sports, right? Like a lot of people, they'll see... They'll see like, you know, the Patriots winning or whatever, you know, they may not have done great this season, but they'll see them that they're winning or something, but they don't see, you know, and it's easy to look at athletes or, you know, any of these models in general and be like, well, they, you know, they get paid a good salary or whatever, just doing um, those types of activities that you see but you know along with what you see there's a lot of things that you don't see Mm -hmm. um you know they're doing a lot of nutrition-based stuff they're doing a lot of workouts outside of what you're seeing right you know a lot of people they don't recognize that like these these athletes or models they're probably you know bodybuilders they're probably waking up uh four or five a.m every morning making sure that they get their proper nutrition in and -hmm. then they're getting their workout and it's the workout could probably take three hours long. Yeah. Uh, they'll get their nutrition again, and then they're probably hitting their cardio or whatever. Um, and another thing too is these things aren't these things aren't very sustainable. So they have periods where they're doing different things. Yeah. Um, but when you see that certain post, all you're looking at is just a it's literally a snapshot of what their whole entire um, lifestyle and structure is based upon. And so, too many times, what I've seen is uh, people get caught up in those, um, you know, one second to ten seconds of whatever they're doing, and then they'll they'll either try to replicate it, right. or you end up in this weird sort of um, comparison. So you start you start wanting to compare yourself to them, or you start you know you start kind of altering. I can't really explain it too well, but you'll start altering your reality. Yeah, you start altering how you view uh, fitness itself, and you start comparing yourself right. to these things that you're seeing. And uh, the reality is, is like when you when you do your own training, and you see these posts, it should be viewed as more of an inspiration uh, for you to compete within yourself. Um, and then, you know, oftentimes it just turns into like some sort of dysmorphia where you start, um, losing your base mm-hmm. and you start seeing what they're doing. And it, it kind of leads you down a road of like, you get kind of depressed and stuff right. like that. And it it, ain't working. Yeah. And so it's cause, cause you're trying to do what they're doing, but you're not seeing all of what they're doing. Right. So
1: yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so basically, the, the only way, I guess, that I could break it down is, uh, it's it's one thing to that you have to realize when you look at all these videos, uh, you know, on YouTube, that's the 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 biggest platform. And then you have Instagram and whatnot. It's that they're uh, pushing a product. You know, they're pushing themselves to get more likes. Uh, subscriptions you know all that stuff because uh a lot of them monetize off of the youtube uh and they they are sponsored uh you know they they you'll look at it if you start paying attention to the things that they have a lot of the stuff that they carry with them and whatnot it's all the same different brands and they're just pushing that product out there but it's mostly for themselves uh and a lot of them like you say david is they put in a lot of work. If, if if you guys were to follow me, you'd get bored, <laughs> you know? But if if you guys were to, like, oh, next week I'm going to have this workout out there, like, all right, I got to get jacked for that one workout, you know, and get ripped and whatnot, lose some body fat and whatnot, and then I put myself out there. It's like, oh, man, did you see this? You do this workout, you're going to look like him. And that's basically what it is to where it's like, oh, well, I'm looking for the best abs out there. And you start looking at everybody, looking at at workouts and whatnot, then you see the best, the one you like, and that's the one. Wow, she's got nice abs. That, I'm going to follow her and do her workout. She's been at it for a while, you know. Uh, same thing with arms and legs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And and it's like, wow, oh, I need a good leg workout. Let me go see what's up there. And then you have this guy who's like massive legs, and then he's showing you, this is what I do to get big legs. And then you see how many views they got, you know, thousands of views, and like everybody's following. And it's just a product that they're pushing. It's like, look, I put myself out there so I can get the likes, and let me put in a leg workout that maybe everybody's going to, you know, try to follow and I'll get more followers and get subscriptions and maybe I can make more money. And they, they tend to follow that more than, you know, well, I follow his workout, but you know, it's a good workout. Yeah. Every, every workout that you're going to do is going to feel good at the beginning, but is it giving you the results? I mean, how many times are you going to, you think you're going to do it one time and get the results right away? No. They've been doing it for a while. And to tell you the truth, I could be doing a certain workout out here, and then it's like, okay, well, I'm going to do a video for legs. Uh I'm going to change it up just to make it something that you might like. You might not like what I'm actually doing, but if what I put on video, you are going to like, and that's what you're going to follow. But you're not really following my workout.
0: Yeah.
1: You're just following something I put together, Uh huh. you know?
0: Yeah, it's interesting because you'll never see, in my opinion, you'll never see the actual things that do work. Right. You'll only see the outcome of what they've been doing. Real, and that's just the reality. And the other things too is, it, it kind of goes back to what we've talked about before. Just the general, you got to cover your general basics, you know. And the you know, and then lastly, like the factors that you can't even change your genetics, Yeah, you know, like if someone's just built to have bigger legs and you, you know, you just have longer femurs, you know, you can have big legs, developed legs, uh-huh. but that doesn't guarantee that you're going to look like Tom Platts, <laughs> you know, yeah. like his, his quads are just crazy and you can try the best you can to get the same type of legs. Yeah. But if you're just not built for it, then what are you really comparing against? Yeah. You know, the fact of the, the, like you can like a fitness model's abs or whatever, Yeah. but how about liking your own abs? Yeah. You know, then try to compete within yourself. And this is, this is kind of like that fine line that I see gets missed a lot is you can look at a, you can look at a media post um, or follow a YouTube and be inspired by it, right? But you need to take that inspiration for yourself to push
1: yeah.
0: your own goals and objectives instead of getting caught up in how you're looking with them and trying to compete within them because I mean let's face it like they, they don't know you they <laughs> They don't like you, like Mark was saying. Like they, they don't know you. All they're doing is trying to push their own agenda and yeah. objectives. And so, in turn, I would logically conclude that you would need to push your own objectives, right? And just utilize just utilize the post as a tool for some sort of inspiration or motivation that you need. Yeah. Uh, because trying trying to compete against something like that, like you. There's there's not that much transparency here. Like they're not telling they're not telling you the things that they're doing around it. They could probably like send you a giant post with their picture about like how their day was and how, you know, they right. give a hundred ten percent effort, but they're not gonna tell you, you know, like this is what I did at four AM. Yeah. This is what I did at six AM, yeah. this is what I did at eight AM. Like they're not it's just not gonna happen. They're right they're just trying to send a picture to promote whatever it is that they've got going on. Yeah. And it's up to you then to just take that picture for what it is and then just utilize it for your own advantages. Right. And that's kind of how I see it. Like I don't, I don't really knock off the idea of social media in the fitness industry, if anything, like, we can try to we can try to see that it's, you know, increasing participation. Um, I was just having a conversation earlier about women's strength training. Mm-hmm. You can see a growth in women's strength training. Like, you know, back then when I started training, all the women wanted to be thin. Yep. They just wanted to do cardio all day. They didn't want to eat. Lifting weights, they thought it was going to get them super bulky. Right. But some of, the, some of the things that have really changed it, um, I think one of the big things is seeing the CrossFit gyms and a lot of women that didn't have a, an outlet to perform athleticism, they went into things like CrossFit, weightlifting, powerlifting, yeah. and they just got jacked as fuck. And then, like, it just created this movement where women are like, oh, You mean I can get strong, too, and look really good? It's like, well, matter of fact, you can. And, uh, you know, it kind of ties back into, like, being able to push for your own um, objectives and your agendas instead of comparing yourself to, like, whatever whatever sort of trend is going on and whatever's going on in the social media. Right. So you know, on the one hand, I, I don't really think it's, it's a bad thing. Right. Um, but on, and, and, on the other hand is you need, you need to kind of like have that self-realization. Exactly. Right? And
1: this is like, like he's saying, and this is not to knock off or say that, you know, that them who are social media, YouTubers, Instagram and all that, that post is, is, like it's not to say that what they're doing is is wrong it's it's their lifestyle this is what they're doing so what we're saying is like don't fall into that trap of you wanting to be them mm-hmm. or to you wanting to have their legs and this is stuff that they do they show you they're showing you their their product you know what everything that they've worked hard for that's what they're showing you but a lot of them don't show you the hard work you know, uh it, it's and, and I see blogs too where they like, oh this is what I do in a day. Yes, that's just one day, you know, it's not every day that you're gonna do the same thing. Yeah. You know, uh it so don't don't get it wrong as far as like we're not knocking off the social media, you know. Uh it's it's what we're saying is like don't fall to become someone else that you see on social media, it's like David says: like use that as a motivation to push you a little bit harder, to, you know, press towards your own goals. Yeah. Not to get the goals of like, oh, I want to have those abs and I want to have those arms. And it's like because you, in reality, you're not gonna stick to what they're doing because it's not gonna it's not you. Mm-hmm. You know, I can. I can look at, oh man, I want some arms like this guy. You know, I'm going to do his workout and I do it for like three days and like, "Ah, I don't see no results. Let me go see something else. You know, hey, I worked out, yeah, but did I accomplish what I wanted? No. Now I'm just looking for some other arm workout that's probably going to get me there. But the reality is, I'm not sticking to any program. You know, I'm all over the place. I'm not really building anything. I'm just trying to get the best arms out there, but You know, there's, where's the program? Yeah. I never sat down to like, oh, let me do this, try it for four weeks, you know, or six weeks, and then change it up and see what the results are at the end. It's like everybody looks at social media and they want that tomorrow. It doesn't work like that, you know? And that's what we're saying. The people that are showing you the product on social media, it didn't take them a a week to get to those results. There's... There's a madness to all of that. You know, there's Mm -hmm. diet, there's workouts, sleep patterns. A lot of them, that's all they do. They have their side businesses with what is what they push their social media with uh, to promote their business. Uh, They are the business. They are the product. And for them to make money, they have to put themselves out there. And, you know, and, and that's how that's their living. Uh, You have a job, you have a family, you got to do all this other stuff. And not to say that you could do both, but the reality is, is that most of us are like have regular day jobs and lives. And then we look at social media for answers. And a lot of times we can't do that simply because we don't have the time of the day to accomplish what they did, you Mm know, uh, and if you can, then good for you. But
0: yeah, and I think there's there's something to be said too about the idea that, um, the like, so just because just because they're doing a certain thing, um, it doesn't even mean that it it's like the best approach. So it could just be that. Not only do they do things outside of the post, um, but even the things outside just may not be that scientifically efficient. And I think this is where, you know, um, people like me and you, Mark, we can kind of see things from more of a uh, transcended point of view because we actually know, you know, a lot of the science behind how the body works and how we adapt get stronger how we can do things efficiently um and you know to be totally honest with a lot of you guys like the some of the posts i see that get the most likes is some of the most ridiculous shit i've ever seen um you know like if you think that you know you're gonna be having a, a light band across your knees and then just do some uh some side some side shuffles and you're just going to have a 45 inch, but uh, <laughs> you're totally kidding yourself. Um, you know, but that's, those are the types of posts I see all the time. Um, and then you go to see their, their exercises, their spousing. It's like, that's not going to get you anywhere. Yeah. It's, it's really, and you know, like you were saying earlier, like if you were to try to go that route, then you're going to be spending a lot more time and resources um, just trying to go that way. And that's kind of what the whole deal is, is, you know, they're trying to just push their own thing. Um, because, you know, like if we were to give out all of the stuff that really works, yeah, then, you know, what would be the actual product that we'd be pushing, right? If we just gave it for free, right? Like if you look at it from the other point of view, um, you know, like, like if I got everything for free that I needed to do, you know, then what would be the point in me, you know. Working. Yeah.
1: Training. Just that's all we would do is just be on YouTube.
0: Yeah. You know, and it's like, hey, subscribe. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but that's just, that's kind of my whole, that's kind of like my whole point there is like they're not doing things that are even that efficient most of the time. It's just all for show. Like if I, if I had if I had to guess that bodybuilders actually only train their body part once per week, um, I think I would be kidding myself. Most of the time, they if, especially if you look at the science, you got to train the body parts, you know, for optimal growth about two to three times per week Yep. and you would have to divide that frequency up within the week. And then you start getting into the weeds of all these things. And so when you see like a, if you go on like simply shredded or like if you go on an Instagram post and they are just like, all right, do these three different curls and you're going to have massive biceps. It's like, uh, it's not really how it works because you can actually pick any types of curls yeah. and then you would just kind of progress from there. Yeah. But they're not gonna tell you that. No. Um, because one, they they honestly just probably don't even know that. And two, it's kind of defeating the point of them being in a situation compared to what you're being able to see and you start comparing yourself yeah. with them using the thing that they're probably not even using, or they're doing all these dozen of other things outside of what they posted.
1: Yeah. Because, I mean, it's like, it, it's kind of like what you just said, right? Like, use this three and you get the biggest biceps ever. And then, like, two months later, same people, like, hey, optimal growth for your biceps. Like, wait a minute, you just told me that these other ones were the best ones and now you're showing me something else. Like mm-hmm. it's just a product that we're pushing, you know, and it's like. Uh.
0: Yeah. So I, I think <laughs> just, you know, I I think that uh, on the one hand, it's been beneficial. I, I've i seen a lot, a lot of people trying to be more engaged with their training. Uh, a lot of women actually yeah. have a bigger movement of getting stronger and bigger. Uh, which I see as a positive. Uh, but then on the other hand, like, you know, if you start getting caught in the weeds of comparing yourself to the post instead of utilizing as some sort of inspiration, I guess. I mean, yeah. to be to be honest, like myself, I, I don't even look at those types of things. I don't look at, like, you know, uh, I I wouldn't look at Ronnie Coleman and be like, geez, man, like that guy's big. That's That's going to inspire me to lift some heavy weight. <laughs> like that's. I mean, it's cool. It's cool. He's, you know, 350 pounds, but like, I don't, I don't know what that's going to do for me. Right. And so that's kind of how I personally view things. Um, you know, even if I see like, uh, a power lifter, a weightlifter that just can lift incredible amounts of weight yeah. and they just look good doing it. I mean, that's I guess I'm much more stoic, but that—that's uh, just kind of—I mean, that's cool for—that's cool for them, yeah. You know, and it—I it, don't know how much it inspires. What inspires me the most is when I see my own numbers increasing, right, right. Um, and so, for those reasons, I—I I don't really even uh, partake much in the media, the social media aspect right. of things, because um, I—I I just see it more as like try you want to compare with yourself and how, how much better you're doing if you're not doing that great you need to analyze exactly. objectively the yeah. things that are faltering yeah. and do the things that that uh will lead you towards those goals you know if if doing like twenty 100 different glute exercises uh just doesn't really fire your glutes but yet that's what you saw <laughs> on a post yeah I, there seems to be a mismatch there, yeah. you know? And on the contrary, if the science is saying, you know, like, and you can anecdotally feel this, that, like, if you just narrow it down to three high-quality exercises yeah. and you can get it firing, well, I mean, I think you just saved a lot of resource and became more efficient and you're going to reach your goals a lot better, Yeah, you know? So... Yeah,
1: and... You know, just use it like I, I, I do watch social media like YouTube and not really Instagram, you know, but like YouTube. I go in there and, you know, because I'm always like and I just use it for the motivation. I look I look at the uh, the power lifting stuff. You know, I, I go in there. I see people compete, uh, you know, and I I never pay attention to how much they're lifting. Mm-hmm. other than the technique, you know? And so I follow that. Uh, and I I do see other stuff to where, you know, you got clips of powerlifters and music behind it, and you see all this little video and stuff. And I look at that stuff. And so I use that as motivation. But I, I kind of try not to change my program to follow something that I saw on YouTube simply because... I, I know for a fact that whatever's out there is probably not going to work for me, so I don't waste my time with that. So I always use that only for motivation. And, you know, uh, I'll put my work out, I follow my program, and if I feel something not working, I, I sit back, analyze it, and try to figure out what went wrong, and adjust, and then keep on going. But, you know, as far as social media... It's there for myself. I use it for motivation and nothing else. Uh, so that's I use it as an inspiration, you know, because there are people in there who are, like, honest. Mm-hmm. But it's it's hard. If you don't know, it's hard to pinpoint those people, you know. Uh, but other than that, I don't use it to, like, oh, let me see what this guy's doing and sit down and, and follow their program. Right. Write it down and, like, okay, well, let me do it for a week and see what I get. Like, you know, it's not for me. I I know my body by now, so I just look at stuff like that, and I look for inspiration, motivation, and I'll have that fuel me, Mm -hmm. you know. And then I'll go to the floor, and and then I'll I'll go again. Yeah, because I do get tired of lifting. You know, there are long sessions. That's what they don't show you. You know. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I mean, if you're really going after it, it could. It could take you, like, at least two hours. Yes. You know? Yeah. And the uh, the 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 whole YouTube thing, I, 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 that's probably what I watch most of, too. Uh, but what you were saying, too, the whole power, I mean, it's like watching a sport, right, yes. at that point. Yeah. You're just watching the sport. Yeah. I wouldn't see it any differently as, like, watching a football game. Yeah. Um, and then you can utilize some of the some of the cues or like some of the ways techniques and stuff yeah. into your own into your own play, uh, so to speak. Um, you know, and I, I like watching you know some of the weightlifting stuff. Um, you know, sometimes I'll watch documentaries. Um, so there and there like you were saying, there's some good coaches that have some good aspects when they yeah. when they talk. Um, and so I'll utilize that too but it kind of goes back to that point i was making earlier where like i feel like we're at a different yeah. advantage because we can see we can actually see the truth from the bullshit yes and so we can kind of cherry pick the channels or like the the post that makes sense yeah. and can break it down a little bit better yeah as to where like you know if I were to go into a subject I've got no clue on, you know, like if I were just started looking at like some physics stuff, yeah, like You're they can believe start everything you see exactly because <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a physicist, you know, and that, a lot of people they could disagree with certain things that are being posted if they know a lot about physics, but like if this guy if this guy just started rambling a bunch of nonsense, yeah. you know, that just sounded cool, uh, you know, I would. Be like, all right, that's that's pretty neat. I didn't yeah. didn't know that, and I'll take it with me, you know. And I I feel like a lot of that kind of happens too. Um, one of the big things uh, that I I, I haven't really talked much about, uh, but I'm bigger on uh, nowadays is the whole um, improper movement. So there's a couple there's a couple posts and channels, and I think it's been kind of dwindling back a little bit. They've kind of been scaling back, uh, but there's just like if you move this way, your back's gonna explode, um, and you need to do like a dozen different mobility exercises mm-hmm. and things like that. And those things kind of those things kind of get to me too, um, because. I'll end up having conversations with clients or whatever well they'll they'll bring up a certain topic about it and they'll be like, well, you know, I saw this and that that like you know if I do this or that it's it's just gonna be catastrophe yeah. right like if I do it a certain way i I learned that like my is gonna rupture in half <laughs> and um it's kind of challenging right because not only do you have to have them buying what you're saying, but you also, by having them buy into what you're saying, um, they're having to um, neglect all of the previous research that they've done themselves that may have been um, provoked or promoted through uh, these social media platforms. Right. Uh, So, again, like, we're able to cherry-pick and see the things that actually make sense uh, relevant to our knowledge and experience um, as to where the, the 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 common person may not be able to do that as well. Yeah. So, I don't I don't know if you ran into any of that yourself.
1: The the only thing is like you know uh, I'm pretty sure you've come across a couple of people that say, well, you know, I do it this way because you know, well, I saw this. This is how you're supposed to do it. Like, well, who told you? Well, I saw it on YouTube. Yeah. Uh no,
0: yeah, it's yeah. very nuanced, right? Because yeah. like, their limbs may just be different, right? Yep. They may be anatomically different, yep. you know, and like, or they just may have like you, like you're probably alluding to. They yep. may have just thought they were doing it the way the video said, and it's it's not at all, yeah, like the way the video. And, and that portraying.
1: creates issues because now we got to de trade mm-hmm. and they retrade. Yep. You know, and, it, and it's frustrating for them uh, because, you know, well, I've been doing it this way. And like, yeah, but, you know, you're, you've been doing it wrong. Yeah. I mean, you're going to end up getting hurt. Luckily, you've been okay so far, but you haven't lifted heavy enough to hurt yourself. But we got to live to where we're always safe and lifting properly. Uh, so we got to custom the lift as far as how does your body move? You know, uh, I always go by that. Uh, it's kind of like, I know what a deadlift looks like for everybody. What is different is the person lifting because their physiology mm-hmm. is different from everybody else to where we know that, you know, I could say that, okay, well make sure your back straight. Well, I know what a straight line is, but their back, the physiology on their back is a little bit different to where some people you might see to where they, you could probably see a little hump, Mm -hmm. but their spine is probably straight, but they have that, and that you're trying to get rid of that hump, (laughs) like you, it's not going to work because now you're just going to spend time trying to fix that person to. Get a straight line, but look, his back is that way because whether it's genetically mm-hmm. or something else or an injury that long time ago, you know, or that's just how the person is built.
0: Yeah. If they're just standing that way, yeah, then yeah, <laughs> I don't know how you're going to just automatically fix it. But, in that certain position. But then
1: you have people to where you see on YouTube, mm-hmm. well, I can't get it right. This guy, you know, I'm trying to teach this guy how to do this or whatever. I There's no hope for it. Like, dude, that's... <laughs> you can't just go by what YouTube said because that's one thing that they don't tell you. Yeah. They just tell you, this is how you got to do it. This is the right way. And you're on your own, you know. And now you have that in your head to where that's the only way and there's no other way. And yeah. So now you start lifting a certain way but like, man, I I, I know how to deadlift but I got this hutch back. Like, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and
0: then it becomes self-defeating, right? Yes. So then you like, you're spending, wasting all this time trying to correct something that shouldn't even be exactly. corrected. You're trying to fix something that just ain't broke. Right. And then you end up where you're not even progressing at exactly. all. You're just spinning your wheels. And,
1: and, and that. You know, that in itself is like, it's like, you know what, well, maybe deadlifts is not for me. Mm -hmm. So why deadlift? You know, uh, uh, it's not going to happen for me. But that's one of the downfalls from YouTube, when people see stuff like that, that, you know, whatever they see, that's the way it is, and it's not true.
0: Yeah, I think it's a lot more nuanced. uh, When we start looking at the individuality of, how people perform the same exact exercise. Uh And then once you, like we were talking earlier, once you start getting into the scope of like what each individual actually does throughout the whole day, right? well, then you're just opening up a whole can of worms, you know? Uh, Yeah, and then uh, the other thing, the the last thing I'll say uh, relating to this whole uh, catastrophizing, if you will, uh, or fear of certain movements and things like that, based off of social media, is uh, a lot of these. Some of these guys, a lot of these guys, they use a lot more clickbaity type titles. Yeah. Um, and then you know, it starts creating that fear mongering sensation where, like, you know, I'll give an example. Um, and. I think in 2010s, there's, like, videos of, like, upright rows. They cause shoulder impingement. Don't do them. Right. And, you know, the evidence isn't really there. Because, like, if you just sit back and think about it for a moment, like, how long have people been doing upright rows yeah. without any shoulder problems? One of the
1: old basic movements, you know?
0: I mean... It probably goes all the way back, you know, past Joe Weider, yeah. you know, recommending them. And it's just not really there. That And the problem is is they're not, not going to sit down and tell you the nuance of it. And, like, it's probably more of your load management, yeah. the stress management, um, that, you know, obviously if you've never done an upright row and you go upright row 100 pounds, yeah. you could start feeling some pain. Uh, that that'll lead to a, you know a little impingement type right. syndrome yeah. in your shoulder but that's not to say that the exercise itself is bad Costed, yeah. but what ends up promoting is <sighs> substituting certain movements that really don't make that much sense and fear-mongering and xing out the yeah. other movements that could totally be fine and work right. for the person that's watching the video yeah um and so, like, I've I've ended up in situations where, like, all right, well, I would program a certain movement, and like, well, I'm not going to do that because, you know, that's going to make my arm rip right. off my shoulder. Yeah. It's like, well, it's 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 not though, but right, you know, yeah. but I'll change it. I'll change it. That's fine, <laughs> but just know that it's yeah, it's really not that's not really the case. Yeah. It,
1: it's kind of like, uh, you're right. Uh, I used to be one of those people like before, uh, like the upright rows, you know, mm-hmm. I used to lift heavy upright rows, you know? Uh, and then I developed uh shoulder pain, you yeah. know? And, and, but it was like inclines and, and, and dips and all that stuff. And I was fine for a while. And, uh, you know, it started hurting, but I, I never knew what caused it, you know? Uh, was some sort of inflammation that mm-hmm. I could tell you now that you know caused the impingement, and but those movements didn't help it. All I had to do was lay off of them or do something else and look, a little bit rehab, let the inflammation go down. But I stopped doing that for a while, and now I can tell you, like, man, I can do dips, all that stuff. And it's like, man, I don't feel nothing. I do know that I do have a little bit of tendonitis, and some exercises do kind of feel uncomfortable, but that don't mean I, could, I can adjust doing those exercises, you know, but they weren't the cause of it. Yeah. You know, it was just some sort of like, hey, I got inflamed, I did something wrong, did too much or whatever. And then the movement wasn't helping it because it was inflamed. And it would yeah. just be picking at it. You and you know? start
0: compounding it, right? Yes. So yeah. like it may not have been bothersome by itself. Right. But once you start adding <sighs> in all these other things, exactly, then you start having the pain sensation, inflammation. Right. And get that whole feedback.
1: Yeah. And and that's what we run into on uh on social media. Yeah. You you go in there, upright rows, don't do it, you know, it it'll is the cause of this or whatever. And no, it's not.
0: Yeah. You know? It's it's
1: I've even seen in there like don't do squats. They're back for your back. You're like what? Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, well, why don't we train it so it doesn't really bother you anymore? Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, that, the the idea that like a certain movement is the problem with, you know, we we always go back towards that the the pain a lot. Um really what a lot of the things boil down to with those situations is you just did too much too soon yeah that's what that's what most of the time it boils down to so when you start getting into this weird conundrum where you're avoiding certain things based off of what you've read um off of a post or a video and then on the same you know the next scroll down they tell you to do 20 different exercises yeah <laughs> it's kind of like well you know you're you're throwing out the baby with the bathwater, and you're substituting 20 different exercises i.e doing too much too soon while simultaneously throwing out one exercise that's deemed inappropriate yeah um that could have been totally beneficial for you You'd, you'll never know because you never tried it yeah So, segueing from, you know, the social media stuff, uh, one of the things I was talking about was ending up in a situation where you start going through each person's posts and you're doing like 50 exercises and you start using up a lot of your own resources. Right. Okay. So, I guess one of the big questions would then be like, well, how much time should you spend towards your workouts and your training? And, you know, a lot of it is subjective, you know, based on what your goals are. Um, The recommendation that I would say to start out with is two to three times per week for one hour. Yeah. Okay. So if you spend about two to three hours per week uh, weight training, that's a solid foundation to start with. And then you can just grow from there. Um and you know, as you get stronger and stronger, when you get stronger, it takes more to get even stronger than that. Yeah. Okay. So what gradually ends up happening is you start to train more and more. Okay. And this kind of ties in with a lot of things we were saying before about the, the media fitness is when you're just seeing a snapshot. You're not seeing the whole three, four hours they're probably training that day and all the workouts they're doing and the intensities and the volume right. and the nutrition they're having to incorporate in. Um, but that's not to say that you need to train that much. What you should be doing is just using the only amount of optimal time that you can allow yourself and can sustain a steady progress, right? So do you have any views on?
1: No. uh, You know, everybody's different uh, as far as how long they spend. Uh, There's no need to be in there for, like, you know, for for the common person. When I say common, it's because I view the athlete as being different as far as what they're trying to accomplish. Uh, Obviously, I do a lot of powerlifting, and I could say that I'm in the gym about when I do work out, it probably takes me about a max about two hours. But a power lifter a little bit different simply because the rest time is so long when you're doing your main lifts. You know, uh, if, you, if you're doing like maybe five sets of two, five sets of three or whatever, you're talking about five to six minutes of rest in between sets, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of time we're just sitting there. You know, just waiting for time to come and like, okay, let's go do our next one. By the time we're done, I mean, just on squats, let's just say that by the time you finish your squat workout, I mean, an hour's passed. Now you still got your accessories and whatnot, and then you start working on that. And that's another hour. Right. Uh, you know, but if, but again, those, even those guys, uh, when they train that much, I mean, we're not, I don't train like every day to where I'm like two hours every single day. Cause I mean, I got to recover. I got to rest. I got to eat, uh, you know, so I'll break it down to where it's like maybe three times a week, like, you know, say, and then have rest times in between and the others nutrition, but you know, an hour is, is enough to work out. Uh, and then, you know, you're in and out. You know, I've seen a lot to where they spend a lot of time because they're just on their phones. Yeah. So they're there for a long, long time, you know,
0: but. Checking out that media fitness. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) You know, it's like looking at Instagram, looking at YouTube, looking at Facebook, all them, you know, uh, and that's what they do a lot of. uh, And then they like, hey, talking to their friends, you know, it's like, like, damn, dude, just like, oh, yeah, I'm at the gym, like, two, three hours a day, you know, they're like, yeah, but how would you do? What did you do? It's like, Oh, I did this. This is like three hours. You know, it's like, dude, it's, you only did like five exercises. The rest was just talking and looking at your phone. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's like, I I think an average for me, you know, the average, if, if you're looking to get some goals and actually go in there and get out, uh, An average, probably about eight different exercises max, you know, average. I'd say average. Sometimes it just depends on sets and reps Mm -hmm. and your rest time and stuff like that, depending on your goal. Uh, About average of eight exercises, you know, get in, do your workout, get out. That in itself should be like no more than an hour, you know, uh, and, and then you're done. And But don't just half-ass the stuff Mm -hmm. either. You know, you go in there, you get your rest, put in your your workout, and and you're out. Uh, And I think that's enough time for you to, like, to get done and and put in. and and That'll help you to achieve your goals. And then consistency. always lends back to consistency. If you're going to be going three days a week, go three days a week every week. It's not like three days a week here, a day next week. Uh, two days. The other day, it's just like, oh, I was there. But I made it up as I was, I missed last week. So I came in for an hour, I like for a workout today, and I worked out for three hours trying to push all them three days into one. That ain't doing nothing for you. You're just getting tired, uh, and you're just spending too much time uh, doing a lot of nothing. So it it's just depends on the goal. depends on how long you're going to be uh, in the gym. But I think no more than an hour should be enough to get your stuff in, uh, and the rest is, you know, uh, concentrate on your resting too, mm-hmm. uh, your nutrition, because those things go a long way helping you to achieve your goals that you're trying to accomplish in the gym. From that,
0: yeah the uh, the concept of being able to cram in your workouts together, uh, it just it it works for some, I will say. Uh, There's a few notable exceptions of uh, powerlifters that are able to train once or twice per week. They'll spend the entire day doing their workout, and then they allow the rest of the week uh, to recover. But I would say that's an exceptional few. Uh, You know, like you were saying before, like you want to first get your frequency in, establish that. If you can only work out twice per week, then just start with twice per week. Yeah. But don't commit yourself to doing four days per week and then kid yourself, you know, after two weeks of it to only doing it, you know, once or not at all, and then peck back up where you left off the right. following month, thinking that it's just going to um, have the same track of progress. Uh, you're better off starting, starting low and progressing slowly from there. So establishing a good frequency two times per week. Okay, well, that's been built up for a month. Let's add in a third day, um, you know, to continue that progress. And then from there, you can either add in another day or add in 15 minutes of your workouts. So if you're looking at, like, a 45- to an hour-long workout, um, after by the third month, you could progress it up to an hour, 15-hour to an hour and a half, uh, three days per week. Okay, so like me personally, I'll train uh, four four days per week. It's usually an hour to an hour and a half long. Um, when I do my strength blocks, I usually just strictly devote my time towards the main lifts. When I'm doing more like hypertrophy type blocks, I'll try to I'll mess around. I'll do like pre-fatigue supersets. That's like my time to mess around, right? Yeah. See things that uh that feel good. Uh, where I'm not like overloading my body with a bunch of uh, heavy heavy weight, I'm trying to just more of get that muscle burn, a little bit, a little bit of an aerobic conditioning uh, with it from supersetting uh, certain things, but then you know at the end, it's still I'm still spending um, the same amount of time in the gym. It's just rolling around uh, those different objectives and those goals that I've got for the month. And that's kind of really where the key is and how much time you want to spend with your training. Um, You know, another thing we were talking to earlier about is, you know, the more time you're in the gym, the less time that you're having uh, the ability to grow back the tissue. Okay. So if you're, if you think about it and you're spending four hours a a day on your workout, where you're breaking down a lot of tissue, you're being very catabolic. Uh, Those 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 tissues need to regrow, you know. And if you're if you're committing yourself to four or five days a week, uh, because you got like some crazy goal of losing thirty pounds uh, within a month, or you know you just want to be like, um, I don't know, Superman, yeah, <laughs> you know, within the next month or so, and you're spending four four hours a day, um, expecting some miraculous adaptation to occur, yeah. Uh, It's just not going to happen. You're better off um, training, limiting that training time and then just spending more time in your recovery process so you can tackle it hard again uh, for the next workout. I remember hearing a coach uh, a while back, uh, about a year or so, and it kind of stuck with me a lot. Um, And what he said was, you know, a great athlete not only – performs a lot inside the gym, they also have the mindset of performing their recovery. So, you know, if you if you try to take that into consideration, when you come in the gym, you need to have good quality workouts. Oh. And when you leave the gym, you need to have good quality recovery. So, you know, you need to make sure you're spending the actual time of eating, spending actual time of sleeping. Yeah. Um, and then when you come in the gym, you're spending actual good quality time working out. If you're wasting three hours, uh, between your phone and your exercises, you know, you're really watering down what you could potentially be doing. Um, you know, and you're, you're wasting a lot of resources doing it. Yeah. You know, time is precious. Every second that's being spent, uh, you don't get it back. So when, when you sit down and you commit to your workouts or just anything in life, really, like if you sit down and you actually propose to yourself what you're going to be doing in the task at hand, why would you want to do four hours of work that you can do in an hour? Exactly. Right? If you can stay really productive, then what, what's the point of watering it down to, you know, to... So you can just like not reach your goals even further down the line. It just doesn't make sense. It it
1: doesn't, you know, and and that's what it is right there is, is like the commitment. You gotta be able to commit and, and understand not just like, Hey, the beginning of the month, I decided like, okay, I'm going to go two days a week, you know, and hopefully I'll, I'll stick with it. Hopefully I'll stick with it. It's like, but it's not only that it's like, you have your nutrition. It's not like you come to the gym and it's like you expect wonders to work in two hours a week. You know, you, you have all of this time to screw up. It's like you go and you start eating healthy or you plan to eat healthy, but you really never get started. You know, the idea is there, but it's kind of like if you don't know where to start, then just ask for help. And make it part of your plan because that does lead into, you know, part of your training. That is training outside the gym because it, it, it's the same thing. You got to build muscles when you lift, build muscles when you eat, build muscles when you sleep. Mm-hmm. They all go hand in hand. And if you just think that it's just going to happen inside the gym, that you're like wrong.
0: You're kidding yourself. Yeah.
1: You know, yeah. Uh, it's not going to happen. And, and if you wonder why you ain't getting the results, okay, well, you know you're working twice a week. What are you doing outside? You know, well, I rested. Like, okay, what'd you do? How many hours did you sleep? Oh, three. Well, I thought you rested. Like, well, I just sat down to watch TV. <laughs> that's not really resting. You li- literally need to sleep mm-hmm. and let the body recover because that's what it happens. Uh, but I've seen that a lot.
0: Yeah, let, let me ask you this, uh, too, because I don't know if I uh, I have my own take on this statement, but uh, I remember I was talking to a guy. Um, this was, like, a couple years back. This must have been, like, five years ago. Mm-hmm. And it never really made sense to me. And, uh, you know, this conversation kind of made me think about it is, um And he was a bodybuilder dude, you know. But one of the things he said was uh, he was on the elliptical. Right, and I noticed he was on the elliptical, and uh he's like, "Yeah, I'm burning these calories um because we decided to go out and eat you know some food like enchiladas or whatever, yeah. and yeah. uh I was just kind of thinking like f- you know you're you're wasting time on an elliptical over some food you could have easily mitigated, yeah, you know, and uh you know and it, it, <laughs> If you eat enchiladas, you eat enchiladas. Like fuck it, you know. Yeah. Like you'll eat better later. <laughs> you know, just keep it in consideration. But it kind of like made me think, like, what's, what's the point, in, like, sitting on an elliptical just to burn calories? Right. You know why don't why don't you just like be more productive with your resting and then just train harder?
1: Yeah.
0: Like just train hard. Yeah. like why do you why do you need to just go for a walk or something just to burn calories?
1: Right. Oh, I had a cheeseburger. I gotta go it's, work out. I
0: don't. I don't know. <laughs> just that logic just kind of it just kind of seems yeah. weird to me.
1: And and I think that's a misconception that's been like carried on for a long time and believed to where it's like, oh man, I ate this this burger or or enchiladas or whatever. It's like I gotta go work out. It's like, look, you're you're not gonna burn those enchiladas, <laughs> you know, right after you eat them, you know. So what you're actually burning uh, is is probably muscle.
0: Yeah, you're you know? probably burning your glycogen storages <laughs> while the enchiladas you ate was stored <laughs> in your adipose tissue. Exactly. It, I don't know. Just that. And then there's the, uh, you know, it's kind of off topic, but then there's the whole high high state versus steady state cardio, and it's just like it's. It's fucking potato-potato, dude. Like, you're just burning calories. Yeah. You know, whatever your goal is, if you want to get stronger, you lift, and you recover, to get stronger. Yeah. If you just want to, like, just burn calories, then do whatever the hell burns calories. Yeah. Right? But don't say that, like, because I ate, because I ate this, you know... Type of food that now I need to sit on an elliptical. Right. It's just like, dude, just get over it. Like it's right. got stored. Yeah, just move on. Yeah, you know, keep keep trying to get strong. It it yeah, you know,
1: it, it's it's like, I mean yeah, I I use my myself as an example. It's like, look, I'll eat clean here at the gym because I bring the food mm-hmm. and it's so easy. Just it's there. That's all I got to eat. So it's clean. Uh, As it's a clean diet. But when I go home, you know, I'm still hungry. It's dinner time. It's like I'm not going to sit there and eat. You know, it's like, man, I could either eat this sweet potato and some chicken and some mixed vegetables or I'll have the enchiladas. (laughs) Yeah. Guess what? I ate the enchiladas, but... (laughs) I didn't, like, okay, I told my wife, I was like, I'll be right back. I got to go to the gym and, like, get on the treadmill.
0: Yeah, it's just a weird. It's
1: not. It's just (laughs) food, okay? Trust me, once I went to bed because of my training and the intensity, I literally lost calories that night sleeping, Mm -hmm. you know? So I woke up lighter, and, yes, I went to the restroom, and I lost some more weight. And it didn't kill me.
0: Yeah. It, but it
1: I use those calories for being productive instead of, like, killing some muscle and, like, storing the fat. <laughs> yeah. It,
0: it becomes a perpetual cycle, right? So, like, you start throwing yourself on both sides. Yes. So, like, you start eating trash and you have the expectation that, like, you can spend more time yeah. burning the trash that you ate. No, you're not. Just accept the fact that you ate trash and move on. Yeah. Like, fix it. Yeah. You know, like, if you had enchiladas or whatever, then just keep it in consideration. Yeah. And then just analyze what changes need to be made in the future. Yeah. So, I I don't know. That just kind of ties in with how much time to spend in the gym because, like, if you end up just in a cycle where, like, you're eating, like, crap and you have the expectation that you can just burn the crap off, you're you're spending time... That you could be better spent just on focusing on uh, either fixing your eating habits, just accepting the things that you ate, and just getting stronger, yeah. just progressing on your your goals, yeah. getting stronger or getting leaner or whatever whatever your goals are. Right. So, because uh, I don't know, I'm not a I'm not a big advocate of running on the treadmill for weeks on end.
1: No. Uh. You know, and even in my clients, you know, I'll I'll get them on a the treadmill. The most I'll have them do, and this is walking. I'll have them walk for like ten minutes. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, walk ten minutes. It's a warm up. You're good. You're good. Yep. Okay. That's your cardio. You know, it's like, well, am I going to run. Why?
0: See, so I can have runner's knee. Yeah, <laughs>
1: so you come in hurting that you. Yeah, can't so, I, so I can have
0: something for you to fix me on, <laughs> yeah. so we can do a dozen corrective yes. exercises. So
1: I'll just—that's their cardio. You know, it, it's not like oh, I ate like crap yesterday or whatever. Like, okay, well, don't do it again. Let's yeah. go work out. Yeah, you know? and it's like okay, well, did you add the calories? You know, if you're a set, you're keeping track of your calories, and if you eat crap. That okay? How many calories did you eat? That. That goes towards your caloric intake. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Is it, well, is it, but it's crap. It's not good. Well, it, that's your caloric intake. Yeah. It is what it is. Let's you move on. Can,
0: yeah, there's no point in trying to burn <laughs> yeah. it off. It's yeah. already stored. It's gone. You're just going to have to move
1: on. Yeah. It's like, okay, let's go in the body and try to find those calories and get them out. Yeah. Know, it doesn't work like that.
0: You, you're done. You're get eating. on the... The magic school bus. Yeah, it's
1: not like you <laughs> eat crap and you're just gonna burn off the crap calories. Yeah,
0: it's, you know it's not how it works. It's not how it works. Yeah,
1: but you know it, it's, I'd say find your 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 time in the gym is like make it consistent. You know, make it worth it. Yeah, you know, make it worth it. I mean, you have your goals. That's where you work working out, whether it's at the gym, at the house, walking, whatever it is, is like. Don't overdo it, but make it consistent. You don't have to be there two to three hours. You know, if, oh, I got to work out three hours because I'm not coming in next week. It, it's not going to matter, mm-hmm. you know. Get your hour in. Make it a good workout and try to come in another day and, and just make your workouts be worth something for you.
0: Yeah, you no. Know? Yeah, for f- first of all, like just committing to a certain amount of days per week is the first step. Yeah, and then just build up on that quality. It's quality over quantity, right? That's what it boils down to. You know, if you can get if you can get more out of four exercises than doing ten, yeah, then great. Yeah. Let's keep doing those four. And then the moment you start stagnating, we adjust either volume, add an exercise. Start pinpointing some certain things. But the the whole the whole notion of having to do an all or nothing approach, which right. is you know, we've talked about this all the time. It's like people just have this thing where they're gonna go all in or they're just not gonna do it at all. Yeah. And if you just start small, you just slowly build up as you go, um, that that's just the best approach for finding the, the correct amount of time in the gym. Yeah. So, all right. So I guess we'll sign off.
1: That's it, man. All
0: right. Later. See ya. Arsaman here signing us out of today's podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Please like, comment, and share if you did. And check out our website, houstonathleticclub.net for all of our products and services. We'll see you guys next time.